KUOZ 100.5 is an FCC-licensed radio station operated by the University of the Ozarks, Clarksville, Arkansas. Hello, and thank you for tuning in. You are listening to From the Concert Hall, your source for classical music here on KUOZ 100.5 FM, your hometown radio station from the University of the Ozarks here in Clarksville, Arkansas. Now please sit back, relax, and enjoy, as we have the privilege of taking you back in time for this next hour, right here in our very own Little Concert Hall. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to From the Concert Hall. I'm your host, Corbin Sturch. I'm Meredith Childry. And I'm Lauren Charters. And thank you for joining us for what will now be season two of From the Concert Hall. So we've made it. We've made it through one season now. Yeah, it's exciting. (laughs) Yep. So for those of you who were with us last season, you'll remember that our hosts were myself, Zachary Payne, Kathleen Mowry, and then... Michaela Burke. Right. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I got you. I was getting to her, but I was taking too long. <laughs> so I guess it's only appropriate, you know, to enter to really let you two both introduce yourselves. Now you've taken the place of the three. So whichever one of you, Lauren, do you want to start? Yes, she does. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm Lauren Charters. I'm studying theater here at the University of the Ozarks. Um, that's, I mean, that's about it. Super fun. Strong, you, strong intro. Do you have a favorite? <laughs> Favorite genre of music, maybe. Favorite genre of music would definitely be indie, I would have to say. Good choice. Good choice. Thank you. <laughs> Meredith? Um, I am Meredith Childry. I'm a senior here at the University of the Ozarks, and I am a music major. And I think my favorite genre, and this will come as no surprise to anybody who knows me, is Broadway musical <laughs> show tunes. Surprise, surprise. Now, isn't that what you're doing your capstone project in, actually? Uh, well, pretty much. So because I have, technically for the degree, I have to do classical training. So the beginning of the project is classical, and then the rest of it is um, uh, Broadway show tune style stuff. So that's what I'm really working on this year. I can get behind that. Do it. It's awesome. I, I it's love good playing stuff. in pits for musicals. It's a lot of fun. And people underestimate how awesome they are until they go and hear them, and then it totally changes their world forever. (laughs) If they play an instrument, they should join a pit orchestra. Oh, it's so much fun. Agreed. Agreed. I've always wanted to sit close to them, but never did. I've been in one. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I'll have to show you the picture later. But you actually have a bit of local news for us, don't you? I do, actually. So on Saturday, September 26th, uh, 2015, at 6 p.m., there will be a live music show featuring bluegrass and classic American music at the City Park in Hartman, Arkansas. Uh, The event is free and open to the public. However, you are asked to bring your lawn chairs. Uh, There are donations at the event that are welcomed and accepted, and um, concessions will be available. Bands to perform that night will be the Centerpoint Bluegrass, Bev King and Friends, Tea and Company, and anyone interested in performing that night is welcome to come up and perform. Uh, To find the City Park in Hartman, take exit 55 
off of I-40 and go west on Highway 64, approximately five miles. Uh, drugs and alcohol are not permitted, and there will be security at the event to ensure safety. To find out more about the event, feel free to call the event coordinator, Joyce Carson, at 479-647-0781. Thanks so much. Anytime. That actually... Uh, I think I'll actually try to go to that. I am. I, I like turned, bluegrass, believe it or not. <laughs> I didn't used to, but I turned into a huge bluegrass fa- uh, fan. And then, Lauren, there's actually an indie bluegrass band that I think that you would enjoy that I currently can't remember the name of. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Think about it and let me know. I will get there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> right. So this season's topic is... Music of America, you know, American music. What is the American style? So we'll, you know, coming into this season, the one thing that actually both of you asked me and both of you insisted on was we had a Broadway show. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So actually, you know, music of the theater and music of Broadway and the American stage is a huge part of what American music is. People may not realize it, but some of the biggest pieces of music here in the States come from musicals. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. They're the best. There's no <laughs> doubt. So we'll look at musicals. We'll look at spirituals. We'll look at classical pieces. If you can think of American music, we'll touch on it. John Philip Sousa marches. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And so actually to start off, we're going to be looking at someone who actually came from the Czech Republic. So people wouldn't think of him as American. And actually, Mary, you messaged me tonight. Um, why are we looking at this person? He's Czech. <laughs> like, are you sure this is right? But you win. You're the winner. Right, right. Would you like to introduce him? Yeah, actually. Okay, so uh, Dvorak, he was um, a Czech composer, but his main goal in America when he came uh, to America in 1992, or 1892, excuse me, and he was here through 1895, and uh, he, his main goal was to s- discover, quote, American music um, and engage it uh, as much as he had utilized, you know, Czech folk idioms within his music. Um, and I think his famous piece was what? The New World Symphony, right? Or also known as Symphony Number no. 9. Right. That's the piece he became most famous for here in the Americas. But he also was really well known for his American quartet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've listened to it. I really like it. It's not my favorite quartet piece, but I think it fits its name very fittingly. Well, very fittingly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quartet for strings, right? I yeah, actually yeah. haven't heard that one it's yet. It's a quartet for I, spring, strings. Yeah. And then he also wrote a cello suite when he was here mm-hmm. that is actually considered one of the top three cello concerti in the world. That's awesome. Yeah, the uh, it was actually one of the two or three most highly regarded of all of them. Mm-hmm. to cross which is awesome how interesting i know and it's so strange to think that because when like like corbin was saying earlier when i thought american composer i was like american born american bred created american music but this I man mean, created the whole style yeah well what he, we became known as a style yeah so i mean to me it's interesting to see someone from a different part of the world completely that actually juilliard paid to bring in he was the head of their music department at the time that's what he was paid to do, but uh, he defined that style, like you said, and he, I think he did a great job in defining that style because he did like he did in the Czech Republic. He listened to the music of the people, and he wrote variations on that in these big 
symphonies and forms. And actually tonight, when we're looking at the New World Symphony, you'll, you'll hear them. And actually, ironically, the movement two, which we will get to, <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll go through all four movements actually tonight. But movement two wasn't the spiritual that we all know it as now, but actually people took this movement too and made it into the spiritual going home, mm-hmm. which has been used in so many things like music of Harry Potter. You know it. Oh, I know it. <laughs> and she knows it. Oh, I Laura do. knows it so well. Oh, all right. You're both huge Harry Potter fans. Oh, so much. The best. I have a Ron Weasley phone case. I have an obsession and it's a problem. <laughs> and I have a tattoo and that's permanent. So, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to get a tattoo of anything that isn't music or children, why not Harry Potter? <laughs> Why not? Well, uh, what I thought was really interesting is that he did, you know, he was the front runner for this American style for the music that we have today, but he actually was only in the United States for three years. He was only here for three years before he went back. So he did all of that. Yeah, make such a work huge impact. Three years. Yeah, such a huge impact in such a short amount of time and how much, you know, he created, especially with this New World Symphony. Um, and using, you know, using African-American spirituals um, within it, too, like little snippets uh, here and there. He kind of went all over, I mean, all over the map with, with I don't know how I'm trying to get this phrase out. <laughs> <laughs> it's nine o'clock, okay. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, I listened to it uh, for the first time recently. Um, he's a new composer uh, mm-hmm. to me, knowing that we were doing the show. I listened to it. And while I was doing some research on him, uh, I was listening to his New World Symphony. And I, I mean, I fell in love with it. I stopped reading for a while to just listen to it. And I mean, it's like a 42, 43 minutes long, but I kind of lost track of time. I was almost late to my volleyball game because <laughs> it was so, it's beautiful. It really is. And it's really, really, really expressive. It is. I, I had the privilege of getting to listen to it performed live this summer. And that was an experience for me that really set in my mind. And it's actually what helped me truly set what the theme of the show was this season. Where'd you see it? Uh, at Interlochen, where I was working. Oh, nice. I was one of the piano technicians, and I got to listen to the World Youth Symphony Orchestra perform it live. Uh, under the direction of, I think, Joanne Folletta at the time. That sounds Awesome. I would love to hear something like that live. I haven't heard, I mean, I heard the, uh, uh, I've heard the DSO and the Dallas uh, Wind Symphony as well perform some things uh, live. And I did hear, um, oh, was it the Marine Corps Band? I don't know if it was, I don't remember which one it was. It was a long time ago. But uh, I heard them play, they were playing a lot of John Philip Sousa stuff. <laughs> and I, it was just the best moment of my entire life. So I'm trying to get to go to more things like that, find more opportunities. I really highly recommend the Fort Smith Symphony Orchestra. You know, you would think Fort Smith being a small, well, smaller town, like you wouldn't really think about it, but their Sounds of the Season concert is superb. That's awesome. When is it? Wait, it sounds like... Christmas. Christmas? Yep. Oh, I love Christmas music. <laughs> I will be going now. Thank you. I actually heard them by accident when I was in high school. What had happened, I was in Fort Smith at a robotics competition, and it just so happened that the conference center we were in was the same place they used to rehearse. Mm-hmm. And so I went, I was walking back from a different competition, just walking, trying to find bathrooms, ironically. <laughs> and the bathrooms I found were right across from the concert hall which was attached and the doors were open and they were rehearsing for that concert. 
And so it was a really cool experience. And that was actually the first time I ever got to hear an actual symphony orchestra in person. That's awesome. I got really lucky when I was in school and my oboe, um, my oboe lesson teacher uh, is actually the principal oboist uh, for the Dallas Symphony Orchestra. And then one of our band directors was, or still is, I guess, the principal trumpet in the Dallas Wind Symphony. So we got to see a lot, a lot of that. I was, I was honored to work with them. Yeah, that's really interesting. My um, dad, actually, when I was growing up, played in the Marine Corps Band. Oh, that's awesome. So wow, that's heard a lot of that got. going around. Thanks, Lauren's dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I got to meet a couple people, not of the Marine Corps Band, but of the Army Corps Traveling Band. Mm or Traveling Wind Quartet or something like that, they came to Interlochen, and I had come to actually tune what was the harpsichord in the chapel, and I ran into them by mistake. You have these accidental run-ins with all of these bands. And they always turn out being superb. Oh, I didn't get to hear them perform, which made me sad, because had I known they were performing, I would have gone. Mm -hmm. But I met them in what we called the green room, you know, where they get ready, because it was where we kept the harpsichord at that time, and... I noticed the jackets. I didn't really put two and two together at first, but as they were leaving, they told me who they were, and that was... Oh, and you were like, great, I missed it. That was, awesome. that was exactly <laughs> my thoughts. <laughs> oh, but getting back... Well, I mean, we're still on the topic of American music, very much so. But getting back to Dvorak, should we... We probably should let them experience the New World Symphony, just the first movement, give them a taste. Yes, because the first movement's my favorite, so... Uh, see, I, I like... I can't decide if I like two or four better. I, there was, I think it was the initial uh, when I was first listening to it. Naturally, just it catching you so much. First. Yeah, and it uh, it caught me immediately, and I fell in love with it. Well, let's see if they fall just as in love. So here it is: the New World Symphony's Movement One by Antonin Dvorak.
Padres. <laughs> I got four channels turned up right now. Can everyone hear me in there or just you? KUOZ 100.5 is an FCC-licensed radio station operated by the University of the Ozarks, Clarksville, Arkansas. Thank you for tuning in. You are listening to From the Concert Hall here on KUOZ 100.5 FM, community radio from University of the Ozarks here in Clarksville, Arkansas. Hello, and thank you for tuning in from the Concert Hall. I'm your host, Corbin Sturch. I'm Meredith Childry. And I'm Lauren Charters. And tonight we are talking about Antonin Dvorak and his influence, or rather his creation, of Mm -hmm. the American style of music. We just heard the Movement 1 from the New World Symphony, and we're getting ready to hear the Movement 2, which is what I think everyone will really know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's just a special attachment I have to Movement 1. That, the... Gosh, how strongly it ends and it just ties everything together. And I think something's very special about Dvorak is um, his movements are separate movements without without like being separated. I don't exactly know how to describe that, but he's very fluid uh, in his transitions and he keeps right. using common themes so that, um, I don't know, the, the fluidity throughout the whole thing is very constant and it's very pleasant uh, to the ear and it, it's pretty pretty genius how he built the form of this entire symphony yeah i would agree and what i think really helps him do that is while he was a child he actually uh started with the violin when he was six and then he moved towards learning organ piano and violin by the Mm -hmm. time he was 13 so he had to learn all of the different kinds of instruments to play and that i mean you can see it very clearly and hear it in his work he's been in a conservatory since you know basically his birth his father wanted him to be a musician, which is really interesting at the time. And his father, you know, it's been stated over and over again by different musicologists that his father put no obstacle in the way of his music. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, why would he? That was, I mean, that was w- important at the time. And I know that he samples a lot from um, 
from Mozart and and Beethoven and Schubert and I I absolutely as far as you know his expressiveness it's not actually you know the same style it's a romantic style but it's unique yeah it's unique but the the expressiveness and um he he has a great use of of like different dynamics he will go from you know piano and and you know soft and lilting to something great and strong and powerful and wonderful and i absolutely love that he changes up everything every now and again i I really have to agree and you really see that in this movement too you have these grand grand bits in it but then you have just this this really emotional soft string lilt that Mm -hmm. just pulls at you and i love i love this uh Oh my gosh, I can't get my English out. Excuse me. I love the um, the string lines that, that he writes for, you know, violin, viola, and whatnot. They're beautiful. And even in that last movement, when it, you know, was still very uh, strong with the whole orchestra behind it, how they were doing those descending eighth notes, and they were so just, they were perfect. It made so much sense in the yeah. music. He's a genius. I love it. I agree. So here it is. Dvorak's New World Symphony, Movement 2, the Largo from it, or as some people know it, the Going Home. (laughs) Here it is.
guys were dancing in there with all the hand gestures. <laughs> Thanks for having me Good. Thank you. 
begin close personal to the microphone.
KUOZ 100.5 is an FCC-licensed radio station operated by the University of the Ozarks, Clarksville, Arkansas. You are listening to From the Concert Hall, here on KUOZ 100.5 FM, community radio from University of the Ozarks here in Clarksville, Arkansas. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to From the Concert Hall. I'm your host, Corbin Sturch. I'm Meredith Childry. And I'm Lauren Charters. And tonight we're talking about Antonin Dvorak, and we have so far made it through the first two movements of the New World Symphony. And actually, we we had a shout-out during that one, or we really want to give a shout-out, rather. We do, to Sir Clayton Rogers. We were, okay, (laughs) so in studio, we were talking about how wonderful the oboe is in this second movement. Um, I mean, the the solos are absolutely fantastic, and he had sent something in saying how uh, how much he loved the New World Symphony and how much he loved the second movement and how impeccable the oboe was. So shout out to you, Clayton, for picking that out. That's awesome. <laughs> thank you for listening, too. No, yeah, thank you so much. And great job saying it's, it's amazing how the world thinks together sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, music is definitely the universal language because we all speak it the same way. Um, And then it's the gateway into our emotions, I believe. And to me, the second, that piece that we just heard, it resembles a lot of what I think falling in love would sound like. From the beginning to the end, it's just, while there's so many different dynamics and flows and movements and paces, it's all beautiful and together and grows continually even towards the end and the last note it's the strongest piece from start to finish oh that's poetic of you i didn't even think i've of never it thought about way. it like that that's, you're a genius i love it <laughs> this is why we have you oh <laughs> uh, well let's see what this next movement does for you movement three i i think you know like i said in the beginning i have a hard time disputing between two and four but really three is right there in the middle <laughs> literally <laughs> in the middle. well but, i yeah. am less i know a little bit less of movement three so this one will be a new one for me to really listen to and get into so i'll be paying very close attention i hope you will be too right so here it is new world symphony movement three by antonin dvorak <laughs> Thank you. 
KUOZ 100.5 is an FCC-licensed radio station operated by the University of the Ozarks, Clarksville, Arkansas. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to From the Concert Hall here on KUOZ 100.5 FM, community radio from the University of the Ozarks here in Clarksville, Arkansas. Hello, and thank you for tuning back in to From the Concert Hall. If you've been joining us for the rest of the show, we've been talking about Dvorak tonight and introducing the American style. And what better way than t- by introducing the man who actually created the style? No kidding. It's wonderful. I've really enjoyed this night and listening to this music. It is... And you know, it's so strange that he's he's extremely well-known, but I... I can freely say and honestly say that I had not listened to his music prior, or at least I thought that I hadn't. 
Um, come to find out, I, I actually recognized the third movement when we played it this last time, which is great because sometimes you listen to music and you don't know how well you know it. And then when you learn more about it, it becomes this awesome adventure that you get to take. And I was really excited to hear that third movement and learn that I'd actually known it this entire time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it really, you just, you don't realize how much it's in your life. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes you know it, but like you said, you don't realize you don't realize you know it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I recognized so many themes and and moments in there, and again, that the oboe solos are just. Ugh. And I'm biased because I I played it um, in in high school, and I fell in love with it. So mm-hmm. I was, you know, saying. Um, to Corbin that my ear is privy to it. So every time I hear it, that's automatically, you know, where I go. And his, his oboe solos that he writes are absolutely fantastic. Well, you know why they use the oboe to tune the orchestra, don't they? Tell me. Because the oboe has the most distinctive sound in the orchestra that you can hear over anything. See, and I thought my band director was just pointing at me and singling me out. <laughs> no, it, actually, it's because that no matter what instrument you play, you can hear the oboe over it. I mean, it's pretty because much the, the best sound one. is so distinct. <laughs> but you know, it's come to the end of the hour. We're gonna have to let you go tonight. But before we do that, we'd like to remind everyone that you can always find from the concert hall on Facebook. If you go to facebook dot com forward slash from the concert hall, from there you can find our Twitter information and our Instagram. And we're always on iTunes. You can download any show that we've ever done on iTunes. Keep up with us there, and of course on SoundCloud also. And like the Facebook, it's soundcloud.com forward slash from the concert hall. Write us messages, tweet us, let us know what you think. We love to hear back from you. The reason we do the show is for the listener. Absolutely. It's always great to hear what the listeners think. Absolutely. So to play us out into the night, again, like I said before, one of my most disputed, <laughs> can't decide if I love it or two better. The New World Symphonies, Movement Number 4 by Antonin Dvorak. Thanks. Everyone have a great night. (laughs) 